When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know, you see the TV shows, you see the movies. It, when, whenever something creeps in the house, it's the man's job to like, Make sure you do it. Do the thing. Unless you read books. If you read books, the mid actually don't do much. But, you know, that's <laughs> that, why. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. That's an example. Rewind this back 40 seconds and then fast forward 40 seconds. That. No reason for that at all. But you did it. Not saying you hate men. But that right, the, the facts and figures, I'm saying for you, no reason. You would get some diversity and conflict mm-hmm. if you picked up a book. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so what with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach a mother father how to... Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Yes, welcome back, new listeners and OG listeners. We're thankful that you tuned in. Before we get into this episode, we want to provide clarification. Singer, songwriter, and actress wrote and gifted our first jingle, Ebony Janae. She wrote it um, without music, and we played that on an episode a long time ago. But we recently partnered with her for our updated version. So if you're interested in similar services, stick around until the end and or check out our show notes. Yep. All right, y'all, continue with our theme. We're talking about our fourth year of marriage, but plot twists, only the good things. A little bit of positivity today. Right. In our first segment, we're going to discuss some of the things we're grateful for now that we've been married for four years. We'll also discuss our favorite experiences and share one thing we want to keep doing in year five. Second is our fight or flight, where today I'm Randy confronting Mikey about treating me like he doesn't know who he married. Finally, we'll wrap. What does that mean? You'll find out. that's my only hint finally we'll wrap it up with our PDA segment where we will thank each other for something and or share something we appreciate the other for okay so it's just a whole episode of appreciation and love then right a little positivity after what was our last episode Uh, deeper than highlight reel which we got really great feedback for thank y'all thank you for listening and loving it and not thinking we're too crazy though we probably are probably. and also thank y'all for the anniversary love that y'all showed us on social media yes we really appreciate it especially if you're Instagram this episode this was this is a couple days four days after our anniversary yeah and Two. um we yeah. celebrated we posted some images and we from got our some wedding. really good feedback it was, it was nice yeah thank y'all so much it was an interesting day fun but interesting <laughs> you know we're in quarantine with a baby anyway we hope you enjoy
and we're back. All right. So, as y'all know, we have been married now, going into our fifth year. Going into our fifth year. Yes. Together since we were 15 to 17. Y'all, somebody asked me the other day how long we've been married, and I said five years. Mm-hmm. Because I've been thinking about going mm-hmm. into the fifth year. Mm-hmm. But I knew this was the fourth year. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy that doesn't know how long he's been in a relationship. It was really interesting because he's dates. never made that mistake Ever. Until that I was moment. just really excited about going into this fifth year because the fourth year though we have a lot to be thankful for and happy about it was rough but we're not talking about that today we're not we're talking about so yeah <laughs> right so we have managed to weather storms and love each other to the best of our ability for four years straight mm-hmm. with no end in sight so far you sound so excited about and, that. <laughs> and so we want to share um just a few things. And so we're going to start with things we're grateful for out of this four years of marriage. Because, you know, nobody really takes the relationship seriously until you get married. Mm-hmm. Discounting all this decade of work we did to get Because here. it's not four years. What's the real number? It's like 12. Right? How old am I? It's I 12. 15. It's 12. 27. Going on 13. Yeah, going on 13 years. Yeah. So it's been but a long time. whatever, four. Right. So we only, been, we only have four under God. So <laughs> fine. <laughs> So we're going to share two things each work yeah, first to start. Blessed. Right. To start, we're going to share um, two things we're grateful for each. And so, Mikey, you first. All right. All right. Um, so on a four-year ride, there have been moments of loneliness, but I've never felt alone. Um, I am grateful for having a true partner. Um, it does feel great. We have real closeness, real loyalty, real support. And while that you know, comes with other real emotions, you know, like real hurt, real pain or whatever. It just, our connection is deep. It is Mm -hmm. long and I appreciate it, man. It's nothing like having that spades partner that don't cut you out when you just want a damn suit. Uh, it's nice. We, we, we have an understanding of our roles. We play them to the best of our abilities and it works out for us most of the time. Thank you. I, I like my companionship how it works within my relationship. And Randy just made me listen to some while today. So it's still in the back of my head. And I'm just thinking about how I, I know I'm blessed to have the partnership that I have, but um, that's just one of the things that I'm grateful for is real companionship. What is real companionship as opposed to not real? I don't know. Again, having those tough conversations all the time is one of those things that just kind of comes this at like the top of my head when we talk about it. Um, like we have all of the good and and mad difficult shit too. It's like there's just balance, um, and I don't feel like I'm gonna get left when we start getting into the negative. You know, like most of the time, <laughs> I feel like you're still gonna stay around. Maybe, maybe. But... Well, we have people forcing you to do so, so it's like, you know, there's a good chance you might not. I get it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm grateful that we're still friends for the most part. And, ah. <laughs> you know, we've been friends for a long time. You're one of my oldest friends. You're one of my oldest friends. That's and, true. Um, a lot of people can't say that. A lot of people don't have. A lot of people they're still friends with since high school. And, um, like, you're very ingrained in my life and in, and in my family, which is our family. And I feel the same way. And... It just feels very natural still in a lot of ways. And it's just comfort there. Comfort to still have a friend. We have been yeah. friends since high school. Yeah. Huh. That's a big deal. Yeah, if nothing else, we got that going. Because I don't really talk to a lot of people from high school still. I talk to some that I still love, of course. But 
obviously we're not leaving high school with the same friends we had in high school. And so it's just nice that, that you're still around as a friend in conjunction to also being like as a spouse. Well, you know, I have my best friend from high school and we speak once a year, like clockwork. (laughs) There's one text that go out every year. And he finally met Drew, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And then following that meeting, I said, send me a picture. I heard nothing. And then seven months later, happy belated birthday. You know, those. That's how we Sorry. have. <laughs> so, Maybe that no, could be really one of your like, <laughs> That's our relationship. It is what it is. But, um, well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I do still look at you and see a friend. How about you? Your second one. My second one. The, mm-hmm. thing, that, ah, the thing that I am grateful for is great sex. <laughs> yep. Another year and we still got it. Yeah. We get it. It is what it is. That was going to be one of mine, but I was like, I Mikey will probably use it. beat you to it. Thank you for letting me go first, by the way. You're welcome. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what else can you say? Yeah, I know we have good sex. You know it. Nah, you, you ain't taking tell. that. What's your second thing? No. Oh, yeah. So my second thing. No, I, I remember. My second thing is um, I'm grateful that our intentions for our relationship and our family are still aligned. Hmm. Aligned. I mean, obviously, I think it's very... Not obvious. Maybe it's not obvious, but people change and shift, and sometimes that shift is away from each other and away from like the intentions and the big goals, the foundational goals that you originally set when you enter into a relationship. And ours haven't changed for the most part. We want to be, you know, uh, generationally like wealthy and you know, sustainable wealth and not just financial, but like and all the other ways that it matters and mm-hmm. we still want Drew to be taken care of and we want to be happy and married and not just married. And despite what we have been through, those intentions are, are still the same. That's true. I'm grateful for that. You could have switched it up on me. You've seen it happen. I have. I have. And, and ditto. Though I do feel like sometimes we, we switch it up on each other, but like the end goal is still... Like the intention is still the same. We like we way? have when I mean, we do change. We have changed. We've talked about this, and maybe we will in future episodes. But just we're just we just changed. Some things aren't don't come as easily as they used to. But then again, did it ever really come easily? If you was like really lying, you know. So we have changed mm. and grown, but we have not yet seemed to shift from each other, which is a big deal. Or shift from and or shift from our original intentions and why we decided to get married and have kids but that's just our stubbornness right could just be devotion but okay (laughs) call it what you want all right thank you thank you uh so secondly we're going to talk about favorite experience from this year we got two each for y'all all right so your favorite experience or one of your favorite experiences mikey and why if you haven't gone into detail in your notes so well i didn't but i was i just wrote it in I'm going to talk off of it. Uh, I was thinking of my favorite experience in the past four years. And then I was like, no, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be doing from this year. I thought it was from the and last then, year. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. so I started thinking about what happened this year. First thing that came to mind um, was Drew. And then I realized that that wasn't part of this year. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was right after. She was born in March. Ni- 2019. April. So uh-huh. April to April, don't include her being born is what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, I here, thought we but- were doing... Oh, that's yeah. not what I... Oh. Uh, within our last year of marriage. I just did it from... <laughs> life didn't start till Drew. That's what so. I was saying. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, well. I was like, I literally couldn't count. So I'm like, all right, I want to I be specific. It was just in case your counter was like, but she was born in March. I was like, all right, because it's a good point. So the the second thing that came to mind was my graduation from the program that I did. Oh, yeah. That 
whole that process started in February, ended in June. I lie. The process started in February, ended in August. Right. When I finally first got, you know, a when position. I first got yeah, a position. And that wasn't the plan. That wasn't what I signed up for. It wasn't what Dan's one you were signed up for. Right. Um, it wasn't what Drew signed up for. She just got here. Uh, but we managed to make some really great come of some really bad. Okay. And um, that graduation day on my, at my ceremony, it was just really nice to to like hold my baby who was born in the middle of the program. Yeah. Um, when I was just learning this trade and to just have you there and people who I've talked to for months now, you know, have a face to put to all the stories and they've spent the last, you know, six months or whatever getting to like know me. And basically all I am is stories about my girl. So <laughs> it was just, um, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good time. I, I saw, the way you looked at me afterwards, you looked genuinely proud. I was. It was really hard. It on all, all of us, but I knew it was hard on you. And, like um, obviously, clearly. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Hard. I really appreciate. I remember. I remember it very clearly, as if it was yesterday. That was. Um, that was the first time I think I was able to really like pick my head up for like six months. Mm-hmm. You know, there was still more work to be done, but it was nice to be like you know give myself this for this day, and. I was happy. That was um that was one of my highlights from this year. And again, that just went back to speak to that companionship that I don't know, like I really felt like my partner was looking at me like you did that. I was like I did do that. Cuz you did. I mean it was I mean y'all know, Lord. <laughs> y'all know, we're not going to be redundant. It's supposed to be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was um that was one of my favorite experiences. Okay. Well, mine was my first one actually was the labor. I wasn't thinking about the fact that uh, our anniversary that was in April. Year. But whatever. It's our <laughs> show. Do what we want. Um, but no, I thought at least, or, or maybe it does count if we're talking about like all four years. But, it counts. But anyway, I chose the labor because even though the labor was really hard, 38 hours long, and ended with her getting cut out anyway, you know, um, <laughs> which is incredibly rude. She could have been born on her due date, before her due date, when I wanted her to be. But on your birthday, shoot, she could have came. She really could have. When she, she was ready. <laughs> but no, but no, our our labor was one, and I say our because it was a joint village effort. Like obviously, I had to do the work, the physical labor of it, and in a lot of ways, the mental and emotional to continue to labor for as long as I did mm-hmm. without medicine, and then. With the medicine, and then when the medicine wore off. I was about off, to say, I was like, we should make a point to talk about that. You weren't saying without medicine, like with pride. It's just that it, it faded after a certain Right. Point. Like and, I, and you, or you I couldn't. was really bent on the water birth mm-hmm. and I intended to have one. But after 32 hours, it was like, you can't. It was. It became, maybe you should get an epidural because you're too fatigued to even get over this hump to progress. To Didn't they give you something her. to wake you up though? when you? <laughs> so they gave me epidural. <laughs> But then the epidural wore off, and then they had to cut her out. Because, Which you hear stories about. Yeah, it And it really did wear off. And so I think if I ever were to get pregnant again and do labor, I would still forego medicine because really? what the fuck is the point? Really? Yes. If I can do, if it's less than 32 hours, I can do it. You sure? Yes. Maybe because, I'll just think about me because from my perspective. I know you was over it. <laughs> no, not that. It's just from my perspective and everybody watching you. 
it wasn't until it wasn't until moments where there was medicine where we were all able to like breathe. Like she is not screaming. Like she is not in pain. Like for this moment, she just took a nap real quick. She may have gotten some I rest. I mean, she the rest definitely helped, but it wasn't really restful, if that makes sense. It was, I was restful still in contracting. The, in the, that's what I'm saying. But like in the from the perspective of she gets to close her eyes for a minute and maybe shut down mentally for at least an hour for her to like get back to I'm what she has to do. I'm telling you right now, I will prefer. I wish that I did not have to get that medicine because while I did, while it did take the pain away, right? Like mm-hmm. I was thanking that woman. Like I didn't even you were, care, no, but I was. Well, I got her. to see the needle and I was scared for but I was like, was do big. whatever you got to do. I was there. She came in there like the candy lady. Yeah, she's like, like, hey, she's like, hey, mama. Like, like what she do is sling drugs in the hospital. She's like, got was something like, for Hi. you. Yeah, I got Gonna something for you. Gonna take the edge off. It's okay. I was like, please, I will take whatever could have been crack cocaine. I was at that point. <laughs> However. That shit was funny. The after effects of the epidural oh, the was not worth the it. Chill, uh, the vomiting. The not the being the so, epidural? it wasn't epidural, but I couldn't. The epidural had made me numb on one side. I couldn't feel, I couldn't feel anything. I couldn't hold Drew. I was shaking so bad, mm. which was a side effect. I would take that pain that I was in, then that after effect. I get that. Like I was just like the catheter. Why it was awful. It was awful. I get that. Like I like it was it was it was awful. And I get that some women love the epidural and whatever. It's worth it, but. I had time with both and I really would still choose unmedicated. I felt more in control of my body. I felt like myself, you know, even though I was in pain, but the labor is one of my favorite experiences because, you know, as always you stepped up and I didn't feel, I felt very supported and I didn't feel, I don't know. A lot of women do not have good positive birth experiences with their partner. We've had that conversation. And I didn't Maybe know not that. Maybe on the podcast, but when you brought that up, I was just kind of surprised like by some of the stuff are, you would describe. Men can be really awful. Um, well, real quick, real quick. No, okay. So this came up because when you were pregnant, you were, you were, you, you had, I don't know if you were crying or something. You got upset and you were just like, I don't want this experience. And you started telling me about some of the stuff that you read in the yeah, Facebook group. Yeah, the breastfeeding group, group I was in. Uh-huh. And these women were sh- sharing the birth stories and the breastfeeding stories. And these husbands and these boyfriends was just like, like, just got awful. Like probably low-key serial killers. Like really trying to take people out mentally. You told me, it and I was like, I don't know who did that. And I'm that. reading this stuff A lot stuff of what to you him. read, and you told me. And the then only you joined the really men's stuck. group, and you got to see some of the foolishness. Yeah, and then I left that group. <laughs> he was like, I'm I still in it. it. I just didn't pay no attention to it. But the one thing that stuck from all the advice that you gave or you showed was like, don't make jokes, because I felt like that was going to be the hardest part of like me. Yeah. Being in that room, I was like, like it's not about being funny right now. Maybe she don't want the edge taken off with jokes like just shut up i i, I think yeah i, did a lot I feel more like you up. just um i feel like you didn't have to be directed you did have to be told to like rest and to sit down and to be helpful in that way because you can't help me if you're exhausted or aggravated or starving you need to be taking care of yourself so that you can be resourceful but the labor was just a good it was good for me to see you be in daddy mode and I couldn't hold Drew for a few hours and you had to and you're the one who caught her leg that she had a dislocated leg, you know, because they were so busy trying to get her out and close me up. And he was just very attentive and present and I felt great. And then when I thought I just couldn't do it no more, that 24 hour mark, I just knew I was going to die. You were like, hey, we already did this. Like, I would never forget you said that. You're like, this is really old. You can do this because you've been doing it. And I was like, you're right. 
I've been doing this for twenty four hours. So the, by the next day, it was kind of like you were like, "Look, look, this is new. This is not new pain." And, and I wasn't speaking from the space of like, "I'm tired of." I was no, really he was just, just like, "Listen," like, like he was like a coach. She was if like, we didn't "Listen." Do this shit yesterday, it'll be another conversation, right? He was like, "But this is this pain you feeling. This is old. Like you can do this. You already done it." And that I want to tell you that really helped me mentally switch back <laughs> because I just every time I had a contraction, I felt like it was the worst thing ever in the history of ever. But he reminded me that it's actually been a day. Not of, 12 hours. Of these contractions. It was 24 hours of these contractions. And I was like, and that really, really, really helped me. Like, it wasn't, like, maybe from another perspective, it would have been seen as me. Because it was and, like a coach. Again, also, depending on like, the tone, how it was presented, that could have been. But he, like, looked me sideways. dead in my eye. I like, there was a picture. Maybe we'll share it. There's a picture. Mikey got on my level because, you know, I'm short, y'all. He's, he got a foot I think that is when I told over you. me. He bent down. He looked me dead in my eye. He was like, hey. <laughs> 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 it's been 24 hours <laughs> this is old this is old you can do this and that was just really it was just so powerful and i was like okay you're right i just need to be reminded you know i, I keep saying that but Which that really you said did. that though you said that before i, I was like, I was like, like hmm? i was like okay you're right you're right you're right <laughs> i was like i'm gonna hit you with some facts facts because y'all know i need nurse jenny facts. just told us that you've had these same high level contractions for the last two days it was like these ni- these lines look perfect yeah Everybody this is talking perfect about for how- giving birth what you mean perfect? why this baby ain't coming out she's <laughs> showing painful numbers and these things lasting forever and yeah i was like okay so, like so this is what you were doing yesterday and they were coming every like two seconds i was like now nah, you're, you're done you're ready he was like, you can do this. This is anyway. It was and great. And then Randy started breathing through him like she's not feeling nothing. But again, I'm still looking at the waves and numbers on the screen. Like, oh, that's higher. I was like, no, this old. This old. <laughs> I was like, oh, that one wasn't old. But all right, you like, tell you, I was, stop telling me what this chart is saying. I don't give a fuck about what these lines. I, did, I stopped. I was like, don't okay. tell me nothing else. Oh, babe, there's another one. Shut up. I did. He was. He was. Dick- he was like anyway. He was illustrating. But no, it was great, and it was good for me to see you in that way. And um. I mean, I guess it's similar to the time when you had the motorcycle accident and you felt like I had like stepped up. Nah, this was better. But no, no, you did great then. I'm just, but this was, this was, this Wait, was but that deeper. was that experience for me. Oh, I hadn't okay. had a motorcycle accident experience with you. Thank you. Well, that. with my grandmother, when she passed, you, you did great too, but I wasn't here for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came all after the fact. Oh, so are we going back for back with moments? No, I'm, you don't, no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying, no, 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 technically, no, like we are. If we are, then you owe me a moment. What? After this. What? Like it's two one with moments of like support is what I'm saying. Oh no, <laughs> Grandma Pat and labor. Nigga, that labor oh, for both wait. of us. Oh, it's two one. Yes, you only have one experience where I've had to be in a space. No, the program. Do you not feel oh, like I true, stepped true, up? True. Actually, we are even. Doggone it! What you mean? Who goes next? Ain't no next. Not baby, me. So. Right. So labored out. <laughs> have to be another motorcycle crash. <laughs> It's I'm not. joking. Not this going. pandemic, us surviving this pandemic together, we both have to step up and do our part. Then we'll be three three. But no, I'm. Uh, that, that yeah, that was. I get. I, I was gonna be my. Yeah, first it was just giving me to see. It was giving me to see you in that space and to feel like I could trust you to. Mm-hmm. To just do what you're supposed to do. Just be a good person. <laughs> be humane. Help me get through this labor because this is your baby, and you know it was just great. It could have been a lot worse if you had been another type of man and you just aren't. All right. One of the ones that I remember from the stories you told was the the lady was giving birth and her husband was telling her she was screaming too loud or something. Yeah. Like that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I, <ugh. laughs> I was like, I'm trying to think of a real example. To it was from. a lot of I was like, who, 
who does that? I mean, y'all kept telling me to breathe, and that was about to get you cut. But well, that was because that seemed to help you. It wasn't helping at that point. But Don't tell until me to that point, I know I gotta fucking breathe. What you mean? You think I'm trying to kill this baby? You think I'm trying to kill myself? No one was saying that's where I was going. Like that, we were all <laughs> so saying continue to breathe bad. because you were holding your breath. I was like, stop telling me to breathe. And Somebody say breathe one more time. Breaths, and I almost cussed my mom. I felt so bad. She understood that she was like, ready? I'm only telling you because you're not breathing. So. <laughs> That's what, how you how you say so to that? How can you say so to? I'm we all see you holding eventually. your breath, Randy. No, you try breathing through a contraction. No, it's awful. God has blessed me with the ability to never ever do that. It's awful. Well, I, I mean, no, I did have a, a Charlie horse that one time. I, shut up. <laughs> okay, we were just supposed to be about good stuff. Your second experience, favorite experience. My second experience from this year, my favorite experience has been your girl group. What? That's my that's my second favorite experience this year. <laughs> If I ticked off the childbirth and I ticked off the program completion from us. My girl group is your your favorite experience? Favorite experience. Why, Mikey? (laughs) I have known you since we were teenagers. Yes. I've been with you forever. We've just had a conversation about this. We've been friends since high school. Me and you have always been a friend circle. I have also seen your other friend circles. And you know, as a friend, sometimes you look at your friend, friend circle and wonder what the fuck is wrong you with like your friend. You like my friend circle, Carmen? I maybe? have. But you haven't always had the best friend circle. No. And usually your friend circles turn into friend dots. It's a, it's a thing. dots? They start to shrink. <laughs> and it, it, it oh, may become a group to one person out that circle. Okay. Which is why you just named Carmen. I'm not saying she's the I only one Shani. left. I know. I'm just saying like. It, Shy, Kirsten. It used to be bigger. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Your circles condense. Um, and I've seen you go through a lot of different groups within, you know, different phases of your life. And you have this group that you talk to of moms and like, they make you happy. They do. They, you have a genuine outlet, like an outlet to help you whenever you're dealing with something that's mom related or wife related. You just want to like vent. I don't know what the space is for. I just know <laughs> that you like it in a group. <laughs> and it makes you happy. He want to be in a group, y'all. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be in a group anymore. I had that, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> that, that passed. I wanted to because I like being around when girls talk. That's always my thing because that's how I get information. And that's how I figure out which one in the group I'm a target. But times have changed what? and I'm not that person anymore. Oh <laughs> so, now, there's no game for me to scoop. I'm just going to let you live. Mm. And it's so what was your original reason wanting to be in there earlier? Because I'm nosy. <laughs> trying to figure if they was going to be a bad influence or a, or a positive bad one. Bad influence? Like how? Like some of your other girl groups. Mikey. That's not the one that you can still name. <laughs> but how was they a bad influence? I still wasn't allowed to do nothing. It, it's not that. Some of them had a negative effect on your psyche. On your, oh, yeah. You know, like, they just like weren't, I weren't. I wasn't well. <laughs> Did you forget? That wasn't so, well at all. That's what I'm saying. So it's just this is it's nice to know that there's a positive influence out there with you, and you you're even the voice of reason. In some of the things that you've like told me, Randy has told me like maybe one story out of this group when they talk every single day, and that's okay. I'm not counting. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, you like I said, we, we've we've gone through a lot this year, and one of the positives that just that came out of it. Because this is the one thing I could use to tie into your motherhood uh, and our parenthood. And I don't know. It's just, it was really funny to me. It's it's nice that you have that for you. It's nice to see you're, you're happy. Thank you. I am. I love them very much. I can't wait till this pandemic is over because then I'm flying everybody's house. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to make that happen. We're we? absolutely going to make that happen. We? Yeah. 
be you? Yeah, I'm going to help you go. I don't oh, know. I'm about to say, you about to come sit with a girl gang? I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas got yeah, husbands because They do have husbands. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. Did you forget? No, I didn't. I did. But no, I didn't. Every city we hit, you go hang with, with the gang girl and me and the dude going to hit strip club or something. I don't know. Mikey, you're definitely not hitting the strip club with Sid. It de- or Why any not? of them, actually. Why are you specifically saying that? He's just not. He's just not going to do it. They're going to hear this. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Where do they live? Um, where do they live? Don't say Houston. No. No. Where is Sed and his wife specifically live? Virginia. Oh, ain't nothing in Virginia. You straight. Mickey, we're not having this conversation. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Y'all come to Atlanta. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I can't believe you said that was your favorite experience. That was very sweet of you. You're um, welcome. My second favorite experience from this year is our card games. We can manage to do them. Um, so we actually, as y'all know, play spades mm-hmm. and any other card game, but we are real players, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no reneging. But that's not actually the game we play together. We play this game called Palace mm-hmm. or Castle. <laughs> the original I think name it's Palace. It was Palace. It's I Palace. renamed it Castle. And then I'm he stupid. told when he taught everybody, he kept calling it Castle. Then we got back to the person who taught us. She was like, "What game is that?" Because that is not the game that I taught it's like, you. It's the same game. It's the same game with different, different name. name. But it's called Palace, and he actually learned this a while ago. And then taught me, and we played this game, and it's a card game, and it's just a really fun game. And sometimes we do it before we do an episode, or sometimes we do it when Drew is asleep, and we just need to powwow and mm-hmm. let's just play games, let's play card game. And so our card games have been a nice change of pace. Yeah, just a nice like, hey, it's it's it's, it's healthy competition between us because we're both competitive. We actually are competitive. That's why I renamed it though, cause just because I wanted to be able to say I'm the king of this castle after we finished yes, the game. Did. Because I didn't know who lives had in the like palace. We like a few years ago, right when we got married, right? No, we were about to send our invitations. We had, it was Valentine's Day and we had played, we were like going to 14. It was first to 10, I think. It was a long game. Yeah, you know, we played all day. I don't think. Like, it was first to 10. We it played ended till, being 10 8. We, it, we played till the sun came up. I won. Randy did win. I won. Just because she wanted to say she um, was the king of this castle. <laughs> and I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm still the king of this palace. I won, and so we we so we just we just kept up with it. It's just nice. I can't pinpoint one particular card game experience because they're so sporadic and random. Sometimes they happen in the dead of the night, or you know, whenever Drew lets us do anything together. <laughs> there was there was one during the time of the program. You were dirt tired. I was exhausted. I was struggling with homework or something and i don't know i think i was on the edge of a breakdown and you just sat down and like pulled out cards I was like, what the fuck are you doing oh i did do that that was a, that's one moment i did do that i forgot that yeah the, the card game has always been kind of like a like, let's bring it together type thing and let's just forget about everybody else and focus on beating each other and then we get to the end and we were like oh and in those moments i always win like the really, really sad ones where you when pull he it really up. needs. To I was win. like, "Did you it's just like let the me?" Universe understands because I y'all, I win. Okay, I win. Paper scissors rock. It, there's balance because I know where Mikey, what he's gonna throw out. I don't play paper scissors rock with Randy because she cheats. I don't, I can't help that I know. Randy what knows throw the answer out. to paper scissors rock every time. It's wild. I know that you can't know the answers, person listening, but shut up. You don't know what I go through. He doesn't. We be trying me. to decide all right, what we gonna do. Who gonna change Drew? Randy be like paper scissors. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I can't help that you thought the same shit the first, second, and third time. But I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. I changed my mind. You think you changed your mind, Mike. You have a pattern. 
You threw all these same things. But my pattern works with children. <sighs> Not with me. Yeah, it's so funny. He thought the same But then thing. I try switching my pattern and Randy's all... Anyway. Because <laughs> then I'm like, okay, what do he think he think he tricking me with? <laughs> so let me throw. I always think I think I'm tricking her with scissors. <laughs> and then I go rock. Because no one expects rock. Nothing beats rock. Then I have paper. <laughs> like, boy, go do the dishes. <laughs> go change your daughter diaper. But we play two out of three. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, she just won with paper. She wouldn't go there again. So, so I'm gonna throw out a rock again. <laughs> you idiot! Go change your. <laughs> you don't even want to win. Like at I this do. point, you want to lose. But one time, I said, "Okay." <laughs> she threw out paper. So obviously, she's not gonna do it again. I'm gonna go rock. But now nah, I'm gonna switch it up. She and would be expecting Yeah, I'm make it so predictable. <laughs> I can't think you fooling me. Like, I'm a black woman. I know what you are thinking. So then he throw out scissors. And I'd be like, nothing can be rock. scissors. <laughs> and I hate Randy little ass fist. <laughs> so we don't play no more. Because my scissors are always bigger than her rock. So I think I should. Anyway. We don't play anymore. Thank because... you for that. Pam scissors rock is banned in our house. Yeah. Until we Drew teach Drew, right? We teach Drew. Drew don't understand. She's just like, I don't understand why you keep singing this song. Anyway, okay, so... I like that one. Thank you. So one thing we've learned about each other in this past year as a wedding couple, a marriage couple, <laughs> a wedding couple, a marriage couple, and um, yeah, Mikey, you go first. What have you learned about me that you didn't know before in this past year or hadn't realized? This past year. All right, so this one kind of ties into the last four years, but it, you know, this past year is when I really had time to think about it. You're still deep. What? You're still deep. That's something you've learned? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> so we was kids, we used to write them deep notes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Randy used to write poems about this nigga that she was really into. And I used to tell Randy, like, yo, stupid. whoever you're talking about, like, stupid. I hope he sees this because that, that shit hit. And I was not playing or being sarcastic. I was serious. What she wrote was deep. Uh, Randy's poetry was deep. The way her way she thought, her insights was always deep. Um. It's one of the reasons why I fell in love with her. And it didn't stop when she was younger. You, I don't know. I, I just, I've learned this year that you're still capable of great shifts and changes. Uh, you're a completely different person now than who you were then, but you still have that in you. And it's really nice to see how it applies to new eras in Randy's life. Can you give me an example? Because I'm confused. Because now you're, you're deep with your baby. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm confused. Randy... Our child is one. Yeah. You're aware of this fact, right? Yeah. Randy has the deepest conversations with Drew about patriarchy. <laughs> no, I and don't. We're, we're battling that daily. Mikey, that is not <laughs> the truth. It's not not deep, but you do it. You you talk to her like an adult. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's she's like smart. You're, you're just still, it's just, you're just you. You're still you. Randy got our baby running around screaming, freedom. <laughs> justice. <laughs> justice. <laughs> Breathe. I was like, I need you to stop. Drew breathes now. Because when what's she not be gonna happen dying, is she'll stop Drew and not be gonna like... come home late one night. I'm gonna ask her where she been, and she's gonna say justice <laughs> to me. Like I'm, <laughs> or does... why she stole a pencil from a child at school or she hit somebody in class. Herself, she'll be crying not all the time, y'all. She's still a baby, okay? But she'll soothe herself. She'll be crying, and she'll be like, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but deeper than that, I was speaking more to like the the transformative side of you. You you've gone through a lot, and you continue to work on yourself, and you do that every day. 
um, because not only because there's stuff to work on, but because you're just intentional, really big on making sure that you are going and heading in the right direction. Some of those aren't always graceful, the way you respond to having to change something or work on something about yourself. And it's not always nice, but you always do the work and you've always been that person. And it's just in this fourth year of marriage, you doing that while what we were going through, like you didn't have to, you know, it's like, like it, you'd be forgiven if you like decided you ain't want to work on yourself this year. Right. <laughs> while we like down Absolutely. bad, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not, that's not a thing you have to do, but the, but that's just how you work and that's who you are. Um, so you learned that I'm strong. I, I just, I mean, you could say that. I, I already knew you were strong. It's just that, I mean, well, in a well, deeper no, sense, I'm yeah. not saying that you're not. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you're saying that. In a deeper sense, no, no, I've always known you were strong. It's just that I'm, I see you just still putting in maximum effort. Like, when you, why? Like, you but know. I, I, I appreciate you. Don't, you, you don't see it that way and that. you don't look at it that well, way. Well, it's not that I don't see it that way. I just don't understand. I don't understand how for you that's something you've learned. Like what, like, are I'm you learned, like what part, like what? I said what I've learned is that you're Sorry. still deep okay. and still capable of great change. But if oh, you've gone through like, so many oh. great changes, it's like, is there anything at what up? point? But you think that there's a point where you get stagnant or that I'd be like, okay, now she's done. She's got oh, to. Okay. And I'm not that person. I don't think I'm ever done working on myself. And I don't, and you don't come across that way ever either. But it's like, you could, you know, if you wanted to give yourself a break this year, like, I get it. But, but that's just not how you, you, you work. And with a, with a year of great adversity coming off of another year of adversity coming off of, you know, like the year before. Yeah, it was a lot. It's just kind of, I don't know. You respect that boxer that keep getting punched in the face and getting back up. But then sometimes you just be like, <laughs> like nigga, stay <laughs> Don't get mega. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, because, I mean, you yeah, we're going to talk about your heart. You still got your million, but <laughs> You get paid you after please? this, but you don't have to take this beating. Because now I'm getting blood on me. So, <laughs> yeah, blood I on the camera. You, you can't, can't even see. see. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and call it out. Just, just well, that's what I'm saying. But that's, I mean, but that's, that's you. That's your spirit, honestly. And because of that, after every fight, there's always either a victory or a moral victory. Like, yeah, I didn't, you know, I took what I needed to take from it and I came out better on the other side. And I know now you're that boxer that still has their memory and can right. like hold their kids after the fight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, like, I, no. Just, oh, without, no. Yeah, it's just a thing. No, yeah, it is. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Did that wrap up well? Did that make sense? It did. On the, on the end? Okay. I just wanted to understand. So yeah. thank you for working with my my brain. No, it's fine. Um. Okay. So one thing I've learned is... <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I'm gonna start off. I'm just I'm oh, giving it. you this disclaimer because I'm learning you. This is part of my thing. Okay. This is one thing, even though I'm about to say a whole thing. Okay. One thing I've learned is you shrink yourself slash have confidence issues slash you are also plagued by patriarchy too. The three things. One. It's all they're all the same thing. Got you. But I'm just you know, I'm 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 giving perspective. Pie charts, three parts. Yes, three but it's the same go. thing. You do we do the little circle gram. Yeah, it's one whole they all in the middle. Yes. <laughs> they all. The Avengers. The Avengers is a group yes. of multiple people, but it's one um, thing. I'm just so, learning okay. that and there's like an a vulner there's a vulnerability in um that you've had to expose yourself. You've had to expose yourself to me in the past year for this for me to see this. Because I never knew this was a thing for you. There was a glimmer for me back when you had your motorcycle asset. You were in the hospital and the the physical therapist was coming in to help you. 
um, and like, you know, give you some, some training so you could move. And you were really worried about your hospital gown. Like you kept wanting to close it, even though it was in the back. <laughs> and I was like, decency. Try to grab your hospital gown. No. Everybody knows you're naked under there. Everybody but knows there's a big see. hole under decency. there. And but just watching you do that from across the room. While not being able to walk? That makes sense. And also, like nigga, you have to move put your arms down so that he can help you walk. Like I also you couldn't can't, tie it because I couldn't move my right hold arm. The gown. <laughs> That's funny. You just <laughs> It's a paper gown. To clarify, I was I had to I was laid on the bed. I had to put my right, my legs on the right side of the bed to stand up. My right arm is in a sling because I cannot move it. And so I took my left <laughs> arm to hold the strings together because it wasn't tied. And I had to hold it. And it was just very that was like very um hard for me to watch because you were here you are bruised and bleeding trying to keep some pride. Right, and like trying to, and the what you're worried about is mooning someone. Yeah, because like I know you, I'm a walk. I'm gonna fuck about this. <laughs> He's trying to help you. I don't care walk. about the physical therapy. I'm gonna get and up. And you are trying to keep this gown closed, and it's just it does not. And I feel like that's that's like a man's plight, right? Like y'all are trying to do these really hard things that that you know patriarchy and like this toxic world has made it so you have to do or believe you have to do or you don't know who you are outside of this identity of strength and whatever like these awful things that y'all are supposed to do but you also don't want to have to do it you don't want to be exposed right you don't want to have to relearn how to walk how to walk but that's the situation you're in and so it was really interesting for me this year seeing you have these confidence issues and have these body image issues and to play really small in terms of, I don't know, just interactions with family, especially because you weren't in the space of obviously like having pride in yourself because you got your family living in this basement, you paying your mama's rent, you drive and live. Like you have like in theory no reason to think you're the best when this is actually essentially proof that you are. Because there's a lot of niggas out here not making these decisions that they need to be making for their family, <laughs> you know, and swallowing their pride to pay their mom, swallowing their pride to get out there and drive and to sit with their baby, you know, and to do all the all these actually manly, manly things you were doing, but wasn't the manly things you thought you should be doing because that's not what y'all are taught. So it was really interesting being in a space with you. It's been really interesting this even now where you or I see you wanting to be yourself but it is clashing with who you are as who you are supposed to be as a man. And I have never seen that until this year. I think and that so, the longer we're together, the more I'm forced to have to expose you to different sides of right. what I was once protecting, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, that may, I, yeah, it's, but it's not even things that you are consciously. I think at one letting point, letting your guard down about there are things that you're not. I don't think there are a lot of things you're, some of these things, yes, I'm sure it would have to be a choice for you to actually allow me to see this. Mm. But another part of things is just coming up. Like, you can't help the fact that, yeah, you got to drive, lift, and do this program, but that you need to cry. Like, sometimes you, you just got to cry, and that ain't something you, that's not a choice you make. Like, that's just like your body, like, look, I'm going like, to have to do this for you. this is the thing that you got to do today. I've had that. Because, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not I the biggest like, crier. It's just that, yeah. I was like, today, you just... Where is that? Or are you going to shoot some shit? I don't know. Like, it's just like, I, I would like you like to not was, snap today. Yeah. So that's been really interesting for me hmm. in terms of also my own empathy towards men. Because then, because then I just feel like really sorry for y'all. Like, wow, in a lot of ways, the system is unfair and broken and women are, are tortured because of it. And because, because of, of like, men. 
mm-hmm. and how black men perpetuate it. But that's not this episode. Um, not all. But I'm going to say anything. How some black men perpetuate it. Even, even good black men who don't, in, oh, don't intentionally do it, but who do. The same way that women I think... perpetuate it? No, I'm not talking about women. The same way that anybody, for instance... We consider ourselves allies and advocates and accomplices for the LGBTQ community. However, I think that inherently, because we are heteronormative and heterosexual, you know, or identify as that, and also monogamous, we fuck up a lot in conversation with people we love who are lesbian, gay, trans, queer, and we don't mean to, right? Like, we'll share the post and we'll donate and we'll go to the marches and we'll do all this stuff that makes people feel supported but we still fuck up like we'll still say something not knowing that it's inherently homophobic or harmful and i think the same is true for men and including good black men and the same is true for women including good black women we perpetuate patriarchy and sexism as well we internalize it and this is what i'm talking about in terms of me i didn't realize how much i had internalized patriarchy too um, because I couldn't even see until this past year how you are plagued by it, how men are plagued by this very broken system. And this is why you don't have the language to talk or express your feelings because I'm even just dealing with Drew and cons- considering what it would be like if we had a son. Drew is taught to express her emotions. She is taught language. She is taught to speak. And but I but then I see how people raise their sons because we don't have one. But like see how people raise their sons or some people. And they're not given that same space. That's why when you get in or your twenties or thirties, who raise their sons who are our age, right? You know. Like you can't, like your son don't know how to talk. Like he's so frustrated, he throwing shit because ain't nobody ever told him. Nobody allowed him to throw tantrums when he was her age, and nobody like talked to him. So now he don't know how to say shit. Now More than likely, it was the talking part. They, right? They, now he beating everybody ass because he has no words. He mm-hmm. can't even talk. He gets so frustrated, he crying. Because he never got to cry or talk when he was 13 months. Like, I ain't started talking until I was 13 years old. Keon didn't talk until he was four. That one <laughs> on us. You know, y'all, if y'all met Keon, this weird dude, you know. But <laughs> He's still talking about my brother. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, even, like, boys don't even talk for a while. And that's, that's, like, pediatricians will tell you that language comes easier to girls. And I think that's because we, we get the space to, even though when we get older, we, it, get, it gets used against us. Oh, you're too emotional. You're too dramatic. You're tone. But we're allowed to. We don't have all our life to do this. I know how to talk, but that and is not easy side, for. Especially, I, I can't speak specifically to like my northern side, but in the south, that's like all that talking, all that. That's what girls do. All right. that, like whatever, like that chitter chat. Like what the teachers used to say to us when we would when we would talk in school. Um, this is one of the reasons why I hate Sheldon. Man, all you do is talk. You're like a girl. Like, I was like, but for having conversation with people like it's just kind of like it's it's yeah. one of those things and because of that I'm, I'm shut the fuck up right but i'm and then what i'm saying is is with all of that i'm just now seeing how like that is a how that affects how that ne- negatively impacts mm-hmm. men and you um and so i've been trying to be very conscious of staying out of my man hating bag as you say which is not the case but you know randy you have a man hating i don't have a man hating bag mate mike do you know what i mean by man hating bag i all i hear when you say that is you don't 
like men because you bring up that's what you hear shit what that I'm saying. they shouldn't be do- doing. No, holding someone accountable is not a hating bag. What is your man? What is my when man? When you just start whipping out facts and shit and figures. So and stuff, wait, just, you said facts not, and not figures, because, not because the conversation has anything to do with it, but because that's just the mood that you in. But you right said now. facts and figures. Yes. So I'm not. The content doesn't change the, the what what the purpose of what you're doing. Wait, Mike, give me an example. Don't give me an right. example. <laughs> give me an right. example. No, I will give you an example. <laughs> I have no example. Uh, what I'm saying is, I'm just—it's just maybe conscious of it. Just have—it's maybe more empathetic. I'm like, okay, for instance, this isn't this happened this year when we first moved in together. There was this big bug, and my training has been go get the man, go get the big man to kill the and big bug. And my training bug. has been, Mikey, go get a shoe, go get a pen. And Mikey looked at me Mikey dead in my face. Bro. He said, Randy, I don't want to kill either. I think this time, I don't know what it was. He said, actually, I was like, you know what? I don't, don't want to fucking do that. Like, I think something snapped like, in me, y'all. He was like, I am tired of being this man. But like, it it really, it really shocked me. I was like, wait, you hate bugs too? Randy, like that was so- my <laughs> earliest memory, no bullshit. I might have been six. There was a roach. We still lived in the, we still lived in the hood. Um, this was at uh, this was in Skydale, it was Oak Forest. There was a big roach. It's, it, it happens. We didn't we didn't have the apartment closest to the dumpster. I don't know why this was here, but this big ass roach crawled under the door. My mom screamed and jumped on the chair. Deslin screamed and jumped. I, I, it's going in the order of who's older than me, who's bigger than me, and who's supposed to do something. I saw them scream and jump, and I was like, "Oh, I need to do the I'll, I'll I'll save you." So mm-hmm. I grabbed mm-hmm. the shoe. And I killed it instinctively. This does not mean I enjoy this. This does not mean I want to do this. Or that you're not this scared. This is the role that I was supposed to take on. Or, or that this I'm is not disgusting. Scared. I don't like fucking bugs. Who likes bugs? Keon. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> took away from a point right there. But like, but Keon but but, it, but then you know you see the TV shows, you see the movies. It, when whenever something creeps in the house, it's the man's job to like make sure you do it do the thing unless you read books if you read books the men actually don't do much but you know <laughs> that's why that, that's what i'm talking about right there that's an example rewind this back 40 seconds and then fast forward 40 seconds that no reason for that at all but you did it not saying you hate men but that right the, the facts and figures I'm saying for no reason you would get some diversity and conflict mm-hmm. if you picked up a book that's not true with most Shakespearean uh, failures it's the men who did a whole bunch of shit and that's why shit went left <sighs> and that's what I read so again these things that you see and that are perpetuated are things that you're supposed to follow the man kills the things the man does the hunting the man you know like that's just that's what you're supposed to do mm. and so that's just what I did right I think on this specific day I could I don't I I've killed and murdered countless insects and animals and bugs. I don't want to do it anymore. And I saw this roach or whatever it was a water bug, something. And it looked gross. And I just said, ew, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I Bust still killed heart. it. You did. But, but that, that, that was just one of those moments. So I get it. Anyway, that's what I've learned. I love you. I love you too. All that right. Was a, that was a good one. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we, yeah, we're we, going, we're getting, getting long in there. Yeah. So finally, y'all, we're going to share one thing that we want to keep doing in the fifth year. So you first, babe. Give me some quick and and deep. I want to okay. keep potting, working, playing, and sexing together. I was going to put podcasting, but I didn't want you to think that I was all about work. Nope, and that's why I put it first, because I wanted to let you know that I enjoy this work, so it's okay that you like doing this work with me. <laughs> See, I thought about this. Um, also, literally wrote, don't think I want to stop doing this. I like this. Okay. Um, I want to continue to, since we were kids, we worked together. Yeah. We work together just as much as we goofed off together, just as much as we talked about important things. We talked about nothing together. Like, this is a part of 
who we are. Um, mm-hmm. And the time off, while it was helpful because we needed to breathe for other reasons and because we did need some space um, from the performance of life to like go live some life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like this. I enjoy the podcast. We, with all the plans and things that we're working on for the future and how this has just become a part of like our home life. And we've reached so many people that we've had a chance to have conversations with and we get all this really great feedback and, you know, it's just, it's been, it's it's nice. Uh, So I want to keep doing that. I want to keep working with you because apart from just what the podcast is doing work together, makes you feel like you're in it together. Um, And not all work needs to be some emotional work to fix some shit from some emotion trauma that we've had in our past. Not all work needs to be changing diapers or building some furniture or killing some fucking bugs. Uh, Some work. It's just just work. Uh, We built a business together. We did. This is another one of my highlights from this. You know, like, it's just, it's nice. It's nice doing this. I want to keep sexing because obviously you're the best. Thank you. Um, You're number one. Mm. If you didn't know it before, Mm. it's on wax now. This is official. Mm. Uh, Just putting this out there to anybody who may be listening. Not as a test to see if you want to come try to one up her, but just to let you know that you... Are you done? That you, Randy. What did he... Are you done? Are number one. No, I'm still going through all of the things. (laughs) And playing together because joy. Joy is important. Um, I like making you smile. I want to continue to do so. So I want to play together more this year okay thank you well i kept mine short because mine was short i mean i only kept it to one thing not not to say that you took a long time but Mm -hmm. because i because it's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, more important thing that's just one thing (laughs) but i did have three things for my last one so oh so you're admitting now that there was three things it was one please continue what is something that you want to keep doing this year i want to keep finding the courage to keep having the hard conversations we will talk more about what Mikey listened to today. Y'all, next episode. We're doing a next episode. I can't. Well, it's going to be in my indie. My next indie, which is coming expe- up. But it will be a. On which means we have to. Yeah. Fine. Yes. <laughs> I, I so we're going to talk about next episode, okay. the next full episode. But anyway. Yeah. So that's what I want to keep doing. Because that seems like that's important, obviously, to healthy marriages. <laughs> we, should, we should keep talking Hey, man. Now, let's just put other. this out there real quick. Um, quick side. Uh, the cheat code. Mm-hmm. The Cheat Code Podcast. The new podcast added to Domino Sound, which network we are on, whose yeah. network we are on. If you, just real quick, 30 minutes, 38 minutes. The first episode is Go listen minutes. to the first episode. Just go listen to the first episode and, and we're going to talk to you next week. We're going to talk to you next week about all of the ones that's out right now. And my indie is going to be a reaction to the first episode. But I'm telling you right now to listen to the first one just because I think you're going to keep listening. Yeah, it's, it's binge worthy, but it's trash. But it's also but it's crazy. like nah nah it's hot garbage. But like, <laughs> and it's not when I'm saying garbage like the content. No, the content's great. It's is is it, go listen. Go listen. Okay. All right, you continue what you were saying. That's it. That was an aside. Okay, so you want to continue to have the courage to find the courage to keep having the hard conversations because Got they're you. necessary. They are, and from it comes growth and the deepness that is Randy and um marriage that is lasting in y'all podcast because. <laughs> without it in a healthy family the black land marriage podcast is no more mm. all right engagement if you are married or in a relationship talk about this episode and share only the good things you enjoy about your partnership 
also in addition to that if you are single or just in this in this day of like quarantine right now have you thought back to some stuff that you've been grateful for in this past year because god yeah it's been a long one and how does this episode inspire you to show gratitude and like mike was saying mm-hmm. like about life and Shoot about people an you love what's the what's the email address <laughs> Choose an email at blackmailmare at gmail or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 or hit us up on social media with the details and y'all know what those social medias are by now <laughs> but we're gonna share them again at the end of this episode it's time for randy and mike's fight or flight they've held it in all week but you gonna hear it tonight don't really matter who is wrong or right because it's fight or flight so mm-hmm. my fight is you keep acting like you keep treating me like this person that you're not married to and know and or have known. You know, let's be careful with our words. You know, what I what I keep doing. You frequently do this uh-huh. thing that I'm about to fight. So Mikey is going back into his styling me bad because y'all don't know this. We were younger. Mikey used to clothe me like I have fresh as fuck out here. You feel me? Continue. He used to buy me dresses. Hype me up. Hype me up, shoes, boo. That's right. Gas me. Gas me. Jewelry. Mm. From New York, he mm. go, he come back. What else? What else? What else? So he get off Pickett Street. Let and... them know. Let them know. Brooklyn. But now. Brownsville, what up? After I've had his baby and things. East New York. You know, he's just not finally getting back into this bag. Because we okay. at home, we ain't got shit to do. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. We ain't and... got no job. <laughs> so anyway, he, he found a good sale on East Bay. And he's getting me some workout shirts. Then he gets into this whole, bay. what do you like? You, you want thank you? You want to don't give a fuck. I don't care. He knows I don't care oh, about this brands. Is oh, let's do this. He knows I don't care about brands. Okay. It's not nothing against brands. I love a good Nike shoe, I think. If anyone right now is listening from any of the major brands, which I love, uh Nike, Adidas, any of y'all like it's just It's not just that I don't care. It's just that my that dad she will look great in it. Don't take away anything you would have given us because of her foolishness. Was crazy about Michael Jordan, crazy about Jordan's, crazy about brands. And he used to get us these shoes. Basketball was big in the eighties, man. And he used to make us clean them with toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. And we couldn't wear them outside. If we wore my side, we couldn't Step on it too hard and could nope. play in it. Like, what the fuck nope. is this Don't for? I want something that can function. You know that I work out all the time. You know that I like to move. You know that I use the things. You can't say nothing else about me. If you give it to me, I will use it you till, will. It's, till the end. Well, most until of the time. it's until it can't be used no more. Okay. So don't ask me about no brands. But while you're using it, you're still supposed to treat it <laughs> like it matters. Mikey, I do treat it like it matters because I wear it, because Man. I use it, because that's what it's for. I don't want right. to get a shoe or a shirt that I got to put in a glass container every damn day. I take it off. So what's your like, fight? Like, I don't, this, this, this fight, this okay. brand addiction you got and trying to put it on me. And I don't have a brand addiction. I just know that if me. you look good, you feel good. And I want you to look good, I feel good, and work out good and take care of the shit. I got to the point, y'all, I was like, that's stop by me, I will take some case with. I don't even care. Give me some case with some Reebok. I don't care. Because she does not mean that. Yo, yo, whoever's listening, hold on real quick. I'm sorry Mikey. to cut you off. You had the best fight or flight of all time, but Mikey. I have to say this. She don't mean that shit. Mikey, I just want to. You will never out. see Randy in some case with. I just want to work out There's or Reebok. With case with. There's nothing wrong with those shoes. Yo. I don't care. I, I just that. want them to do what they're supposed to do. Okay, so I am what you call a broke sneakerhead. I would get sneakers when I get them. My cousins pass them down. I keep them clean. I maintain them. Uh, boxes on boxes on boxes of shoes. He can't fit no more. Tim's. 
or uh, then he only wear two shape, two pair get, of shoes because that's all you need. He wear two different colors. They they different. And he gyms. wear Mikey. But you know, I got you got to have the butters. So you got to have and the black. And apparently, the black Tim's don't out. go with everything. They don't. Because I at don't point, understand. It go from satin black to charcoal, and Mikey, then once it crosses that threshold, it's black. It's not. It's a black. If shoe. you think that all blacks are created equal, Mikey, then you're wrong. Mikey, okay, this is getting long. What's your? Are you fight? Are you? Of for, course, are I'm you, fighting this because I want you to understand and appreciate fashion. Why don't you? Why do you hate yourself? I don't. <laughs> Let's dive into that. I Let's told to you. That. Listen, maybe I won't do the brand thing, but I'm always be moisturized. Put me with him. <laughs> I'm gonna be moisturized. My face gonna be clean. I'm and gonna have shaved. After that, on. you should be draped in some really fancy lingerie, a little savage and fancy, fine, and then you know, like some. You but know, I want to be able to use my. I'm not trying to lay in my bed like a T with savage fancy because <laughs> I what can't move too modeling. much. All I'm saying is after you take it off, don't just throw it up and you know, bottle it up into a wide and throw it in the drawer. Like you should actually like care for your clothes. And I things. do because I wear them. Y'all, I got Adidas from eight years ago that are still perfectly uh, clean. Because he doesn't wear because them. Because I take care of them because I wear them on special occasions. <laughs> on special Why occasions. am I buying something I'm never going to wear? That's why you buy other things that you would wear during Mikey, the time that you're stupid. not wearing those things. It's not stupid. All right. So there are some really... Mikey. Really, really fancy retro J's that I love. And I wanted to get me and Randy a matching pair. Mikey. But I got scared, y'all. <laughs> I got scared. Listen to me, man. I'm sharing my fears. Mikey. I couldn't buy them because I know deep down, <laughs> Randy not going to care for her shit. I will. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let me get this out. Mikey. If I came home and I walked through the threshold of this house and I see her Jordans, just strewn about <laughs> laid on their side with the laces not tucked in and uh, the stuffing's not in them and they're not in the box Mikey what if I'm I am I wearing them every day why am I putting the stuffing back you because throw that shit away wearing, no no you don't Mikey okay so no, you keep that. you're not gonna fight you're not gonna apologize <laughs> I, you're going to what am I apologizing for for, for you me? not having enough care in your heart <laughs> that's for you saying that the fact that i wear these things and use oh, them that's what you're saying they're supposed to be consumed you're it is consumerism that your way of showing that yes you care. i'm telling you that my way if of you showing find that you something care, of, my, of mine that you've given me that ain't never been worn that ain't never been anything that's not the you argument should know here. that is my argument but i you want you to also care for it. those things like your care is relative it is. And I need your relation to line up with mine. Okay. Listen to me. Hear me out. Hear me out. That's not who you married. I bought you this really. And in your fourth year of marriage, oh, you ain't learned that that's not who you married. So you want me to just accept your fault and not <laughs> help you grow <laughs> and not help you care in the proper way about how I care about the something. The proper way. You sound crazy. That's how I care. Okay. Let me ask you a question. No. Let me ask you a question. You got me this wedding ring. Mikey. You got me this wedding it's ring. It's not if a shoe. Just, I'm just, it's, it's something that matters to it's you. It's not a shoe. Something that matters. Okay. It's a thing mm-hmm. that you consumed, that you bought. Mm-hmm. It actually cost less than the shoe that I was going to get. <laughs> no, it didn't. Yes, fucking did. I'm telling you, I was going to get like... Mikey. Don't, it, look, if you just saw something that you got me that's that you liked, that you would like, oh, this would be really nice for her. I really like this thing. I want her to like it too. And then you just saw me treating it like haphazardly. Wouldn't you feel some kind of way? I don't think taking a shoe off and leaving it where shoes are... It's treating it casually. There are That's the day-to-day shoes. There are the play shoes. There are the work shoes. There are the going out shoes. There are the casual shoes. There's the shoes that you take care of. There are the there are play sneakers. There are not play sneakers. It's You're too supposed much. To like- I just want play sneakers. Why can't I have a universal shoe? You can, and that's what I. That I don't to. have to clean with the toothbrush. And so because of that, I'm that I can walk in. One. Oh, specifically, I was going to get you the Ivy Park shoes. That are but black, black. Adidas you know, refunded like- my money. <laughs> Adidas, if y'all are listening, I am a little tight about that because I ordered that shit way in advance. Uh... Our Ivy Park Adidas shoes are not coming. I'm sorry. But if they did, 
I, it would just be nice to know that you would you would you would clean them. I I would. Would you? PDA. There seems to not be any type of so you're gonna balance fly. here. I'm not. You're not turning this fight around. It just sounds like you're just flying. I'm not flying. I said my fight. You said your piece. So We're one more on. time. You just want you want me to just meet you where I am. Where you are. Okay. I will make that sacrifice this time. I will meet you where you are. <laughs> I don't mind fancy things and nice things. But you I just shouldn't expect you to take care of them. No, that's not what I'm saying. If you are getting me an everyday shoe, for instance, do you think I treat my gym shoes you got me that I love my favorite pair of blue? What are those Nikes? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> <laughs> they are great. Had them for years. <laughs> do you think I treat them like crap? Do you not? Do you think you feel no, no, no. love? I got you for the purpose of treating them like crap. But what? How do you think I treat them? Like crap. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, do you think that I'm ungrateful that no, I, don't I don't use that I don't show gratitude or I do not? You that, wear them when you work out, which is the entire point of those shoes. I like that. And I have kept them. You have. Okay, that's all. Okay, as long as you know so, that I. Yeah, no, I, okay. I, I do. What, what, are you, what are you saying? That that doesn't mean just because you think I treat them like crap. I, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean I treat them like crap? I'm saying if I was to get you something that is not for the purpose of just like I know how to treat fancy stuff. Fancy. Do you? Yes. Okay. For instance, my charm bracelet. All these things that you mm-hmm. got in me. Yes. It's hanging up nicely and mm-hmm. calmly for the most in part. my jewelry box. It is. I keep up with shit. However, when uh-huh. it concerns shoes, and clothes, and I'm supposed to be able to wear <laughs> and clothes. Let's just add the end. You know, I hate doing laundry. Okay, that has not changed. Got I have you. told you, dude. I will wash the clothes if you put them up. Please don't make me put them up because they will sit in the bag that you left them in. <laughs> Please. Okay. All I'm saying is, I've been very forthcoming. I agree. I think that you have, and you are unwilling and unyielding in your inability to compromise with me. No, it's it's my pursuit of freshness that I think <sighs> you just don't get. Okay. And uh, I think it's because of your West Atlanta sensibility <laughs> that it just don't click in a way that it needs to. As an like, East I'm Atlanta nigga, we West... just have a different care of, you know, appearance. Like, it's getting on. And it's I'm just, I, I get it. West Atlanta. No it's okay. offense to those who really are. <laughs> You're offending them right but now. You're not defending your people, not. Cascade. <sighs> PDA. Westside. All right, Joe. Four years of marriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Four years of solid, hard work under God. One nation. Divisible. Justice for all, whatever. The... Sex approved by God. Mm-hmm. Now we're not going to hell. At least I think. I mean. At least not for did, the sex. This is what we did before. Okay, go ahead. Count. Go ahead. Got you. PDA. I... Love you still. I love you too. Um, I really appreciate you. I can't state enough how deeply I feel about everything you are. Um, four years of marriage is not a small feat. Um, we hear a lot about the ones that disintegrate after two, which is go listen to the episode, y'all. Um, I am already in a marriage that lasted longer than my parents. Like, yeah, um, I'm well, already like. But- <laughs> I'm just coming into new territory. Every day with you is just new territory. Um, it's scary. It's difficult. It's hard. It's fun. It's a lot. Um, I love this ride and I don't want to get off it because the girl I'm sitting next to is really cute. And I think I could bag her after we get off the, 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 the ship. Thank you. I love you. I love you. My PDA. What's up? Um, well, what I've noticed is you started doing this year so far, going to year five is receiving information, retaining it, and executing. 
And the other day I was doing yoga because I was about to murder the whole house. And I was like, bitch, you need to calm down. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so I went. Randy and just I, bust out the yoga mat in the middle, like, room, <laughs> middle of the day. Like, we not all watching something. I was like, actually, I'm going to pause cars because <laughs> I'm about to kill everybody. <laughs> down to this dog it was cars three i'm trying not to be a bad person i'm trying to grow and all this extra shit uh-huh. but, <laughs> but you really likes lightning queen but i'm about <laughs> to fight everybody so i stopped the movie okay randy's crying all right i'm sorry go ahead i didn't mean to take you off and yeah, i put thanks. a yoga video on youtube because i was about to, i was about to I, I couldn't do it <laughs> Y'all, she got right in front of the TV and she changed her outfit. Randy out there in the full, in the bra, the, the pants. She looked like the what the girl going to yoga looked like. I was like, actually. Matt rolled up under her armpit. It was very me. interesting. So, I'm going to have to care about myself so that I can care for y'all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I broke out my yoga band and I started doing some yoga for energy because I was trying to figure out what my mood was. Am I being crazy because I'm tired? Anyway, so it was an energizing one. 10 minutes because I thought that was all Drew would give me and she started trying to do yoga with me y'all and it was the cutest thing ever I wrote about it on Patreon it will be available to the public on Tuesday but it was great and Mikey you picked up my phone I thought I was like Mike get a picture of her trying to just dogward down and downward dog and you did but then you kept taking pictures and by the time I finished the practice I had all these beautiful pictures of me and Drew and my phone. I really appreciate you capturing those moments because I will treasure them forever. I can't wait to put them in our photo album and print them out and have them to look back on when she's grown. And, you know, it was just really beautiful. So I really appreciate you capturing that moment and to, and to like have the wherewithal to continue taking pictures because this girl brought out her car. She was, like, real. she was like, because so. she said, I wanted to finish watching cars. You cut it off. <laughs> Move out the way. Drew Randy got her car. Getting mowed over on the mat. She's driving on my mat, hitting my ankles. Drew kept hitting the horn. But I was like, I would not be moved. I need to finish a sequence for the health of my family. And I did. <laughs> and so, thank you for for um, capturing that moment. You're welcome. And um, I appreciate you for letting me. Yeah. Opening that space for me to do so. And then just kind of letting me do my own thing. Yeah. I did not micromanage because I was bent on doing this yoga. Again, for the health of my family and myself. I love you. I love you. The Black Millennium Marriage Podcast is on Domino Sounds Network. Yes, sir. The Black Millennium Marriage Podcast Fight or Flight Jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae Jingles. Thank you. Details are in our show notes. For extra and exclusive content, no matter what you pledge, head over to patreon.com slash Marriage. We are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Rate us. Five stars. If you enjoyed this episode and any of the other ones. We thrive on feedback. We appreciate it. Be and sure it to check us. out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Follow us on social media platforms on Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. Thank you again for listening. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.